Hi, and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host, Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. So first off, I want to say Lisa says hi. Uh, she and I, well, sorry, Zach and I, my husband, went to meet her a couple of days ago to have a formal introduction, to get to know each other a little bit, to hang out, to eat a burger. Um, and I told her that people were asking about her. So she says hello, and she's doing very well. So I came upon a website for a recovery house uh, in for men, and two are in Texas and one is in Colorado. It's called eudaimoniahomes.com, E-U-D-A-I. M-O-N-I-A-H, homes.com. Just so you know, I don't get paid for anything on this podcast. So anything I ever mention is just from my own interest. Furthermore, it's all about my own opinion. So I don't represent anyone but myself. But I thought it was really interesting because I was thinking about the last podcast I did where I read the story Women Suffer Too. And I was thinking about how And a lot of people are not going to like this and they're going to roll their eyes. But men really get a bad rap these days. I feel like they can't win. And I know that society at large um, tells us that it's a man's world. But the way I look at men is human beings that are having a human experience. And there are a lot of issues that face men that women don't have to encounter And I don't like anybody being dismissed or their experience not being taken seriously. So I'm not saying it is or isn't a man's world. I'm saying that I have a lot of compassion and sensitivity towards men for the unique issues they face that I don't. And so I was wondering about what some of the recovery issues may be for men versus my experience as a woman. And so I came upon this website because I think my Google search was issues men faced in recovery. And they had a really good article that is titled Top 7 Men's Issues in Addiction Recovery. And I'm just going to give you the highlight reel. So it starts off by talking about in the early stages of addiction. But I think, you know, a lot of men, whether it's early, mid or late stages of addiction and recovery, these obstacles and barriers they face can prevent them from getting the help that they need. And A lot of it, I think, has to do with the cultural expectations that our society have, that men have had to assume these roles of being strong and fearless and in control and what, quote unquote, being a man is. And that can be a real barrier to recovery because as women, we speak something like three times as many words as men speak in a day. But we are uh, word people. um, And it's not a blanket statement. It's just my experience. Um with my own gender and in some of the research that I've done is we are more accustomed to talking about our feelings, to disclosing our feelings, to being in touch with our feelings and being able to identify them. So for men, masculinity has become synonymous with ignoring or denying pain, trauma, and addiction. So going into recovery as a man that's never had to look at himself or his issues Um, I thought it would be really interesting to do a little research as to how that can be helped along. So it talks about the lack of treatment engagement. So according to some studies, men were less likely to engage in group counseling than women, therefore increasing their risk of relapse. And 
this reaffirms research that shows that more intense participation in treatment is associated with lower rates of relapse, which is true. I mean, for a reason, research-based evidence suggests that anybody that leaves a treatment center or a rehab facility or a sober living or a hospital or psychiatric unit, whatever, that faces problems with addiction, if they get to a meeting within 24 hours, the chances of long-term sobriety are like 80% higher in the next five years versus people that don't. Undiagnosed psychiatric disorders. So men, as previously talked about in my experience and the research that I've done, is because of this reluctant to talk about feelings or because of this idea of just pushing through to get the job done can have a lot more undiagnosed psychiatric disorders than women because they're not addressing them or talking to them. So effective addiction treatment for men should really facilitate be facilitated with a large focus on how to talk about these things and to ask questions, right? You don't know if it's abnormal unless you ask what normal or abnormal is. For a long time, I didn't think my anxiety was abnormal or in need of medication at certain times because I just, that was my normal. So it's really a good idea to get into these recovery communities so we can feel what normal is supposed to look like. Um, lack of support. So women, we are strongly wired for relationships. And even though all human beings desire connection, men are less, typically men in recovery have a a lower ability to see the value or need in their lives for these strong recovery relationships. So that's why sober living for men is typically much more successful because they are exposed to ways of being that really feed them in ways they haven't been fed before. So a man is much less likely, as all of us are, to maintain their sobriety without a strong social and emotional support system. And sober living can be a really good antidote to that lack or that void in their lives. So a lot of the issues that men face in addiction can be managed with this proper support and also peer guidance. Men do really well with peer guidance. All right, so we're going to get to romantic relationships. And this also applies to women, that those of us that jump into relationships too early after rehab or engage in multiple relationships very quickly usually end up replacing one addiction with another. So feeding the the void that they don't want to look at with sex or love, however you want to refer to it. Um, so it's it's a primary issue for men just as well as it is for women. Um, and a lot of these are, but this is an article that's focusing on men. Um, a lot of these do apply to women, I mean. So um, it's a, a particularly in men, they feel entitled to use their drug of choice after being uh, being particularly successful for a period of amount of time of sobriety. Um, most men are wired in their reward systems differently than women. So men had to tend to be a lot more connected to their quote-unquote success and failure. And so after a particularly good bout of success, might feel entitled to go on, have a drink or go have a drug or go have a sex or go have a shop or go have a gamble or whatever it is, um, which then leads them to a deep, dark pit because the idea of failure often harbors a lot darker and deeper in men than it does in women. 
So again, sober living can help overcome that. Not being overconfident or complacent in your recovery can help go about that. Being connected to 12-step groups or support groups is really helpful. Like you can see the theme, obviously, of this article and what I always talk about, which is being plugged into your recovery community is very important. Um, positive emotions. So women are much more likely to relapse due to negative emotions, such as depression and loneliness. And men, this is so interesting, are more likely to relapse after periods of positive emotion. So men tend to use drugs to amplify positive moods or cope with social and behavioral problems more than women. And a man may also feel like just because he feels great, so he doesn't need to go to therapy, or he can go to a bar and hang with some friends. And this type of mindset can be detrimental to success, the success of men in recovery. Uh, Avoidance of connections. So again, it talks about how generally men in recovery, men making connections with others is extremely difficult. So therefore, they usually use the drugs and alcohol to be a buffer and able to avoid connection. So women will typically do that to make connection possible or to be comfortable connection, while men will typically do it to avoid connection. So addiction, obviously this site talks about addiction aftercare programs for men and this facility and how they deal with it, about the social emotional support, the consistent engagement and treatment, goal-oriented treatment, et cetera, et cetera, and then encourages men to get into treatment. Um, If you are a man and you would like me to discuss some particular issues that men may face or that you are facing and you'd like me to do a little bit of research on it and tell you what I find, I would love to. I am an equal opportunity gal. Um, I think that I have seen men and women thrive in different ways once they get into recovery with their community. The sisterhood and the brotherhood of recovery is really important. And I do believe that as women, we can champion men being more open and vulnerable in the rooms the way no other program can because we share our experience and strength and hope and we make it any time a person is vulnerable and raw they make a safe space for other people to do the same which is also why if you don't want to share in the meeting don't do it for yourself do it for someone else because every time you go to a meeting one person is saying something that more than one person can identify with or is unknowingly speaking for another person Um, My first safe relationships with men were men in recovery. And it took a while because I didn't know who was safe, so I couldn't form friendships. But that really healed me as a woman, being able to have safe platonic relationships with men in recovery. It's also why we we, um, in the rooms will say don't 13th step, which is dating in the rooms, because we're not there to date. We're there to get sober and we're there to be healthy. And we don't want anything to interfere with that. It's holy sacred ground. Um, After many years of recovery, maybe that's okay. I have a dear friend right now that has started dating another dear friend in recovery and it's going really well for them. He's got 26 years. She's got over 10. They're really good people. They're really solid in their program. So I think they're going to do very well. But newbies and relationships in the rooms isn't particularly a good idea. So I hope you found that helpful, male or female. Um, If you have any topic suggestions, I would love to hear them. You can email me at twosoberchicks at gmail.com or find me on Instagram and Twitter. 
and a happy 24, y'all.